0: Derek Pearson, presented by Beatrice Bakery, on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Well done. Job well done. You made it through the week. Good stuff. All the way around. Um, lots going on. Lots to get to. Most of it good news. Um, we're in the spirit of giving, and we're in the spirit of actually allowing some Positive energy to take place. So you guys know the deal. If you want to reach out, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you want to call in. You want to text into the Starter Hammond text line, do so. 464-5685. The video stream is up. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You can see what's going on here live at Wingstop. Yeah, we're out. 29th and Pine Lake. Be here till 6 o'clock. We've got a good one. Uh, an autographed Dean Stein cooler jersey, and all you have to do is come down to Wingstop, 2801 Pine Lake Road, come on through, put your name in the box. And at 6 o'clock or in that 545 time frame, we'll give away the jersey. We'll give away, wait, we've got gift cards. We've got $25 gift cards from Wingstop. Yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff. And because we're in the giving mood, Today, and it's only from 3 to 6, when you come into Wingstop and put your name in the box, we'll give away a pair of tickets to see the Huskers and Iowa on Black Friday. All you got to do, come on down to Wingstop, say hi, hit me with a what's up, Don in the box, and we will give it a go. Um, again, lots to cover. And I, I, I thought they wanted to, to get us fired up early. Uh, let me give you what's going on here. Again, we have five Wingstop cards to give away. So the odds of you winning something coming through here is pretty good, right? Simple, simple. But you've got to come here and pick them up. Uh, if you want your food ready when you get here, go ahead and order online at wingstop.com. Uh, choose the Pine Lake location or use the Wingstop app. Uh, you can come and get these traditional, bone, uh, traditional wings, boneless wings, crispy bone-in thighs, tenders. Great sides and more. The flavors, they got you covered, whatever your taste is. Lemon pepper, the original hot, hickory smoked barbecue, the atomic, boom, that's my jam, mango habanero, Cajun, the spicy Korean, Louisiana rub, mild garlic parmesan, and Hawaiian. Whatever your flavor is, they have it for you here at Wingstop. Come on through. Remember, they got locations 50th and O and 27th and Superior, uh, but for today, to get these certificates these cards stop by uh the wing stop at 29th and Pine Lake. i'll be here till six o'clock so you know the deal and how we get down a a a a beautiful thing kind of happened last night from from a non-sports space that i want to share um the station some of the folks got together and we decided we were going to make some people's thanksgiving we want to add to we want to add smiles and others so there'll be an opportunity going forward starting Monday for you to nominate folks if you know a family that needs a little boost a little help for Thanksgiving to make their Thanksgiving happen for them you'll be able to nominate them you can do it anonymously you can do it on air whatever way you want to do it uh, you'll be able to do so starting Monday we'll have that also from that the folks at Canopy market uh, the folks at canopy Market have donated four fifty dollar gift certificates for their store so you can add to the table at thanksgiving and we will give those away monday tuesday wednesday next week so in the spirit of giving and the season of giving uh we're in a pretty good spot we're in a pretty good spot we're having uh, a good year and we want to share some of that with you folks as well Uh, the big news for the weekend right for all the things that are in play it's Huskers-Badgers. It's Huskers-Badgers. And I'll ask you listeners whether you, where you are in this thing. So on a scale of 1 to 5 or 0 to 5, where are you on the Huskers doing well tomorrow? Is this one where you're expecting the worst, hoping for the best? Is this expecting the best and inevitably uh, accepting the worst? Somewhere in between you feel like they have a shot? We've listened, to, we've listened to, to Paul Chris talk, and he made it clear, and he did exactly what every other coach in the Big Ten has done. He stated very simply, listen, our biggest fear here is Adrian Martinez and his feet. And that's been purposeful. But pay attention to when a coach tells you, especially a Power 5 coach in a big ball game, a team that's playing for something, when they tell you that they're afraid of a thing, It could be either be the absolute truth or it could be the decoy. Do they want – are they going to take away what Nebraska does best, which is Adrian in a pass, drop, and take it off with it? Is it Adrian running the option to the corner? To the degree of Adrian's health, it will tell us a lot about what can be expected. But we know. We know about this team now. This team – has an identity whether they like it or not there is an identity and this team at its greatest threat is when adrian drops back to throw the ball and then takes off that's not what you want to live from that's not how you want to make your living that's certainly not the not the play calls that you're going to make to be productive but the problem is adrian martinez running with the football is the best option for this nebraska team currently right so where are you you in this uh are you in the, the the? hey, I'm feeling pretty good, and I think something good could happen? Scott says, I'm at four. I think we've got a good chance against their offense, and uh, somehow we always do well against their great defense. Back to the text line. I've been uh, in proven mo- mode all season long. They haven't proven much except that they can play well for about 54 minutes of a 60-minute game. Claytonian Johnson says, what's up? What's up, Claytonian John? Uh, the Louisiana rub is the bomb. We will take notes. Do we, can you confirm that Mark? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I went to when they dropped it off. Okay, all right. Things to know. And full confessional. This is my first wing stop visit. So this is pretty big. This is pretty big. We look with all the coaching changes that happened this week, all on the offensive side of the ball, all on on the watch of, of a three and seven season so far. Do we know what to expect in the run game? Can we expect Ramir Johnson to get 75% of the carries? Can we expect to see uh, some other runners back there? Because we said we we haven't heard much about Jacareza Yant this week. We know know the status of of this backfield. So, is Ramir Johnson the horse this week? Is that what we do? From the receiver standpoint, we're supposed to be healthy. Maybe the healthiest they've been in a while. So healthy and, and such that even at the tight end position, there are more players available who can help. We are also slightly curious about which of these offensive players will return next year. Conversations about Cam Jurgens and various, various other members. We still don't know what's going on with Adrian Martinez. Does he come back? Does he return? We're not sure. Or are we? Defensively, uh, the lightning bolt, the lightning rod of this defense will not be there. JoJo Doman will not be on the field with the Huskers Saturday. His playmaking capability and his, his flex and his versatility will be missed because he will have to be replaced by several Husker defenders to do all the things that JoJo does or did. They've thrown names out, and you might see more of, of, of both Garrett Nelson and Caleb Tanner on the field at the same time. But what does that do against a Wisconsin defense that likes to get downhill and get physical? This is a, this is a fit game. This is, this, there's, no, there's not much finesse required defensively. Are you willing to do your job? Stay put. Mind your business. Can they be that disciplined over the course of, 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 of a 60-minute game defensively? And, look, I'll, I'll tell you if, you, if you've got to pay attention to the time of possession tomorrow. If Wisconsin is plus minutes in time of possession, it's not a good day. So that's where that is. Uh, back to the text line. What's up, DP? Um, I give us a two. If Graham merch wants to gift us a pick or two, we have a chance. But if we have to stop the run, it'll be a long day. The fits. These linebacker fits and the discipline to si- simply have your big guys up front do their job. Do your job. The coaching phrase for tomorrow will be, <laughs> don't look for work. Work is coming. Don't get your eyes in the wrong place. Don't get your head in the wrong gap. Right, wrong side of the gap. Oof. When done right, it'll be the most sluggish, beautiful game you've ever seen if both teams are doing it. Now, Nebraska's big play capability is a notch above Wisconsin's. But it's not what you want to rely on to beat Wisconsin. Yes, big plays. If they hit two big plays offensively, it's, it's, it's good. It's not what you, you – you can't, you can't pay your rent with it but it's really nice to have in the bank. So there's that. And then the, 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 the elephant in the room is continually special teams. And tomorrow's game will be a game that the special teams will play a part. They will appear. Can the kickers do their job? Can the punters flip the field? Can you actually get positive yardage on, on, on punt returns? These, these are the same scripts that we've had prior to this. And in game 11 and week 13, they should have answers by now. Are you comfortable in how the coach is going to operate tomorrow? Remember, play calling will sound a little different. Player rotation will look a little different. The people in the booth will be a little different. People on the headsets will be a little different. Do you have faith in that? And remember the whole thing. There's two sides that it can play. It can play Nebraska's way where they have nothing to lose and they play free and they they have a wonderful game. It can play that Wisconsin with actually something to play for clenches up and and, and has problems. Or Wisconsin can simply decide, you know what, we just need to be who we are and that will be good enough. It will be an interesting day tomorrow afternoon. Again, we're live at Wingstop, Twenty Ninth and Pine Lake, uh, very close to Upside Bar and Barn Lounge and ups, uh, Upside uh, Mary Ellen's. That same mall, so everybody knows where we are. Again, I'm I'm tempting myself because I want to dive into the wings, but I ate so much on air yesterday that I felt really bad if I was just to sit here and chomp on wings for for the next three hours. <laughs> I kind of wanna. You know what I should do is just maybe I should taste, I have one of each wing. <laughs> that's what, maybe that's, right? Like, I mean, that would be the right way to do this, right? Like, to be fair, like, I should have one of each wing so I can talk about it. For the good of the show. For the good of the show. Not, not not for my taste buds or anything. No, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> also tonight, it's a good one. The one and two Husker basketball team. Takes on Idaho State. Now what do we know about Idaho State? The Bengals are a veteran. They return all five starters from a year ago. They they shoot the ball from all over the gym. They have very few shots that they do not like. If they are thirty feet and, and, and uncontested, they'll launch to three. They attack the boards like 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 bandits, man. They look they shoot They expect long rebounds. uh, They chase, and then they get back to work again. Tater says, I will come eat the wings for me. Tater, you know, come on down, man. Eat the wings for me. Hook it up. Go ahead. (laughs) Jeff says, let's be honest. Nebraska will play well. Keep it close in the fourth, and then screw it up somehow. The really weird thing about that, Jeff, is that (laughs) nobody can really deny that. They can't rebuke that. That's a statement of the affair, right? That's, how th- that's the state of the union. Play well for 54 of the minutes and, and do something crazy in the other six. And we can't rebuke that. So, what's up, Eric? Uh, he says, you have been around football for a long time and many different levels. I want your honest opinion. Do you think Nebraska could ever get back to the top and compete year after year like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, et cetera? I've said many, uh, for many, many years now due to the lack of prospects within the area, 25 years ago, Nebraska had the ultimate advantage of being basically the only school that was on national TV week after week. There's a lot of truth to that because you have to remember back in the day, Notre Dame had its own network. Like they actually had a highlight show. It was the only one that was shown, that one in Grambling, Sunday morning when you got up where you actually see the players. This was before satellite. This was before cable. <laughs> for internet and texting and being able to share information and and fully formed recruiting offices right back then it was it was a bunch of coaches sending- sending handwritten letters to each other. <laughs> hey, I got a guy. <laughs> Do you want him? People talk about whether Nebraska can get back to its its elite status. Yes, Nebraska can get elite again I'm not sure that. Nebraska is going to do what's required to be elite often, consistently, consistently. Like there's a love affair, and rightfully so, between Nebraska and the local young people who play play this game of football. Their commitment to the walk-on program, cool, wonderful. Nebraska's numbers for producing NFL players is pretty high. By percentage of population, yeah, it's pretty high. (laughs) It's pretty high. There are a lot of dudes in the league from from Nebraska. Now, the question is, can this Nebraska team get the most talented areas of Nebraska to stay home? Like, there's simplicity. If you can't keep the Omaha kids uh, home in Nebraska, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. Is it possible? Absolutely. But you've got to commit to it. And you've got to be everything worthy of them staying home for. Like they're not going to stay home home just because it's home. You've got to put a quality program on, on the field. You've got to put quality people in the management of the upset of program. The boosters uh, have to be supportive that, you know what, quite frankly, sometimes your second nephew can't be on the roster. We might need to use that spot for a guy who can actually ball. <laughs> there are folks that would get mad about that, but look. the legacy's nephew can't be the reason like that's an extra body and it's great but can he help you beat michigan and at some point you'll make the decision that yeah we want to beat michigan we want to beat wisconsin we don't want to just play and beat fordham and buffalo and then lose to everybody no we don't want that what has to happen in the program is that somebody in the program has to say we're tired of getting our butts kicked And the moment that happens, then progress will begin to happen. If you continually say you're okay with three and seven, then guess what? That's what you're going to get. And no recruit worth a nickel is going to come here if three and seven is okay. So you have to make the decision. Do we want to be great? Are we willing to do all those things? And listen, fan base, the fan base, you guys are active and you're loud. But pay attention to what you're telling recruits. (laughs) Because sometimes what you're telling recruits is that you really not you love them if they go come play for you, but you're not gonna love them otherwise. And look, we're in a day and age where that's not gonna cut it. You've gotta be open, you've gotta be kind, you've got to be fair, you gotta be all those things. All of that's required. But if Alabama can do it in Tuscaloosa, if Clemson can do it in 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 Clemson, South Carolina. Not exactly a hub. (laughs) Not the easiest place to get into or get out of. If you can get better at Coastal Carolina and you can get better at Michigan State and East Lansing, you're absolutely right. You should be able to get better in Lincoln, Nebraska. As a matter of fact, you know where it is. You know what it looks like. But the question is you can't hold that standard as the standard you're working from, but it should be the objective. Uh, Eric asked the question: Does that require spending fifteen million a year on the coaching staff? You do whatever is required for you to do it. This 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 program in this university has the resources. So I'll ask you guys this: Would you rather this program spend twenty million dollars on coaches and win and be successful, or do you want to pay ten and not, or twelve? Or 14? What do you want? Look, that's not a new conversation. If you want to win, if Nebraska fully commits to this thing, then what you pay the coach doesn't matter as long as you hold that coach to the standard that that you want him to work from. I mean, here's the question, and I guess I – do fans really care how much the coach is making if he wins? The only time a coach's salary comes into question is if he's not winning. If he's losing games in bunches, then the salary is all the discussion. But if they're winning, nobody in nobody in Tuscaloosa cares how much Nick Saban makes. You know why? Because they're getting the money worth. As a matter of fact, they're writing blank checks to the university because they're winning. It's when you're not winning that these things become issue, Right? I mean, this, look <laughs> – it, it, it's no different in any place in the country. USC is t- trying to figure it out. Texas is trying to figure it out. These are blue blood programs that are not having success. How you spend the money is important. Who you get, Look, it's one of my grandfather's favorite old sayings. Be careful who you attach your car to. Be careful what you attach your car to. It could be a stud or it could be a donkey. And if it's a donkey, you're going to end up in a pitch. You'll end up in a ditch and there's nothing you can do about it. Be careful who you attach it to. And listen, you can say, oh, I love that old donkey. That donkey's that's amazing. That donkey loves me. That's a loyal donkey. We raised that donkey ourselves. Or you can say, hey, that's our stud. Like, we raised him. But the truth is, if they are winning – what you pay them doesn't matter. It only matters if you don't win. And currently, this is a program that isn't winning. The same is said for basketball. How much you're paying doesn't matter. I'm, I'm slightly curious that Will Bolt didn't get more money and that people aren't more, uh, more vo- 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 vociferous about it. Dude won a Big Ten title. John Cook, does he get paid enough money? I would almost say no. <laughs> I would almost say no. Bowling coach, whatever you're getting, you're underpaid. You're a national champion. Whatever you're getting paid, it ain't enough. <laughs> and I don't care if there's four people coming to, your, coming to your bowling matches. Guess what? You're a national champion. Mark Manning, whatever Mark Manning is being paid as a wrestling coach here at the University of Nebraska, not enough. Not enough because he's got them on a the national level on a regular basis. On a regular basis. So, I I, I would say this. How much you pay matters if you don't win. And if you're winning, you cannot be paid enough. Whatever they're paying Nick Saban, they have not paid him enough. Whatever Dabo Sweeney's getting in Clemson isn't enough. What Urban Meyer got at, at Utah and Ohio State wasn't enough. At Florida... It wasn't enough. But ask Dan Mullen if how much money you make matters when you're winning because it sure does matter when you're not. And that's a statement of truth. Uh, Mississippi, Muddog dog, says I'd be cool with paying whatever hell is enough to get us back to where we belong. Like that's the part, but you still have to make a good decision in the hiring. You have to make a good decision. And a good decision is if you're – Look, if you're trying to make more money and you're making a decision to get you a guy or a girl that makes more money for you, cool, bet, you're doing business. But if you're in the business of business rather than the business of winning, that's a whole different conversation. The business of winning requires that you are specific about what you're paying for. What are you paying for? And if you don't know, you're not going to get much. You better put something on the bottom line that says that this is what I'm expecting for, this, for these bucks. But that's just me. Again, we're live at Wingstop. 29th and Pine Lake will be here until 6 o'clock. We've got the signed autographed Dean Stein cooler jersey. We've got a pair of Husker uh, Iowa tickets that we'll give away uh, before 6 o'clock. you got to come down. You get here before 6 o'clock. Put your name in the box. Register. We'll draw and we'll give them away. We've also got uh, five different $25 Wingstop gift cards to give away. We'll do that all within the next couple of hours. We'll be here live at Wingstop 29th in Pine Lake. We'll throw a break when we come back. More one-on-one with DP, 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-one with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.